0: hello gorgeous it is Lala Kent
1: with Randall yes we are back
0: I'm excited for today
1: today people I think are gonna be really really shocked in like the best way because we have one of my closest friends on and your friend Nick Ritchie yes um, Randall loves a good clap entrance all right so before I bring Nick out I just want to say a couple things Nick is a entrepreneur. Very successful, has built big businesses, and he'll go into that. And then also there's a lot going on in the media today with Nick that we've been reading about, and I I really want to kind of get underneath the hood and and figure out what is going on there. I know a lot because we're friends, but I think people will be shocked to hear. Nick has also told me, Law, that today is the last day he's going to talk about what is going on in the press forever, He's, wow yeah that's it like this is it he wants to put it all on the table today here at our podcast leave it out there and and that's it so I, I commend him for the bravery of coming out and talking about you know his feelings and and what's going on in his family because people go through stuff all the time but to do it you know in a place like this you know takes some bravery so i'm interested to hear so let's bring nick out
0: What's up, Nick?
1: Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Nick.
0: Can I tell you, Nick, his podcast, do you remember? You were the first podcast that I ever did with James.
2: I was one of the OG podcasters before (laughs) podcasting was a thing. I invented podcasting. Wow. You're
0: also responsible for, like, why the internet is the way the internet is today. Um, Yes.
2: I invented the internet as well. In all seriousness, um, yeah, like yeah. it's, it, it, and it's crazy. Cause I have been looking back at my life over the past weeks and going into this dark phase of trying to rediscover who I am because I was so lost over the last decade in family and marriage and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I created that website, the com, which I'm not part of anymore. I sold it like four years ago.
1: So so real quick for people, because obviously if you've been living under a rock, you, you then don't know, but most people do. Just real quick in a snapshot. You started a, a site called thedirty.com how many years ago and how did it start? You know, give us a summary and, and then how did it become so big and then why did you step away?
2: In 2006 was the rise of reality TV. Survivor was going, The Apprentice, uh, different reality shows. And I thought, you know, reality TV was so big. Why has no one thought of reality internet? Um, so my thing was I, I was in Scottsdale and at that time Scottsdale was kind of like the Dubai of America. I call it, it was just the <laughs> hidden, it was a <laughs> hidden secret from the world. <laughs> right. You know, everyone right. was gorgeous and the women were beautiful and the cars and everyone was a 30 K millionaire. You know, you had $30,000. You could be a millionaire in Scottsdale. Wow. 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 So I, I right. showcased it. I just <laughs> put it out there. And, uh, it went viral and it started as dirty Scottsdale. I'm like, wow, this works. Let me try Newport. Uh, I did dirty Newport and then I did Dallas and Chicago and I'm like, wow, this is working everywhere.
1: And it just became, <laughs> gl- it became global because yeah. you were all over the world. You weren't just in it in the U S. So I got up to
2: about 350, 330, to 350 markets, uh, wow. Australia, Europe. Oh um, yeah. So you're, you're talking about a site that was generating about 10
1: million neeks a day. Wow. Holy yeah. shit. Holy shit. At that time, by the way, at, right. at a time yeah. where it w- like the world was exploding on social media. It was just starting. You know, it it was, was MySpace. Yeah. In MySpace. Uh, Facebook was just starting to get legs.
2: And what I did was pave the way to open up privacy. So when I was creating this site, I it was kind of like the Pandora's box to Instagram and opening up uh, privacy where it just became not really a thing like public figures were the future and everyone created their own social media, their Instagram, their Facebook or whatever. And they were just like, okay, screw it. The internet is what it is and it's going to um, open up my life. And people started becoming influencers and instant celebrities. So what I did was kind of the OG of creating the Paris Hiltons in these sub markets, right? And uh, it went viral, like whoever I posted became famous overnight. You were on the dirty. Your phone was blowing up in <laughs> ten seconds. <laughs> crazy. Wow. And, crazy. Uh, I had crazy. so much. I had so much power. But when I started it, I, I never wanted to be a public figure. You know, I got outed. Like when I started the site, I was underground.
1: I was Batman. No, right. No, no one knew who I was. Right. Because all you knew was the site. I never even knew your name in, no. until you kind of no. came out at some point. Well, I got I got popped for a DUI. I got set up <laughs> by Sheriff Joe P- Opyro in oh Arizona.
2: My God. He put me in pink underwear, showcased me in tent city.
1: Wow! Was this just, was a guy that had the hard, you yes. know, you did time in Arizona. You did it outside. Yes, in, in the heat, <laughs> 115.
2: It was, but it was cool though because I started my own gang in the prisons in the, in the tents. <laughs> oh I can't. God. I can't. La Familia 56 was our tent, <laughs> and these guys loved me. Wow! Like, because I would just you know tell them about you know the dirty stories yeah. and all this stuff. And I thought I didn't want to leave Ten City because I thought it was a dead man walking because uh,
0: because you blasted everybody, everybody.
2: everybody, And I I was I had my own shield and I never wanted to be famous or be that guy. But my mugshot went everywhere.
0: (sighs) Hold on. Don't you find that very like ironic? It's like, no, this is what the Internet is. You're now going to be privacy doesn't exist except for me. I I want my privacy But you're not allowed that But
1: it's like a story That comes full circle now Because now you're out there Well, you know, Randall Because the underground stories Of the
2: submissions Of what I would get Were so um, scary Yeah You know, a lot of them were You know, you're taking out Mafia people You're taking out Drug dealers You're taking
1: out Madams You're taking out no, you're, thinking, you're political thinking, figures and you're taking out people with a lot of money and a lot of mm-hmm. influence yes. and that's dangerous you know in in that world that you were walking in so i have to think that did that come back to you at all and of in, course in, it did
2: i got death threats i got people trying to stab me I've, I've, wow. had, I've had i've gone through all that stuff right guns in my face like it's <laughs> you know wow but i made a pact to myself that I would stay true to who the brand is and who I was and what this was going to be. And I was going to write it out until I felt like I was too old and I had a family and I thought, you know, hey, it's it's time. But it was scary. I got sued, you know, 50 times. I won 50 times. Yeah, I know. I know. By the way,
1: I know you did because I I follow those cases at times and I would talk to you about it and you would tell me I'm flying out to hear whatever. Let me ask you questions, because now I want to move into the next phase, which for okay. me is like really exciting to see. So you're, you're at the height of the dirty. It's got all these clicks. It's making you know, infinite money. What, what's the day you decide to walk away? Why? And, and, the, and then the transition you know, how, to the next thing that you have going?
2: Well, it's kind of twofold, because I retired, and I took like two years, two and a half years to figure out who I was. And I always told myself, you know... At forty, I wanted to get out, and I got out a couple of years earlier than that. But the reality was, is that I just felt like I was in a phase where my heart was changing because I had children. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, that makes sense. And once yeah. that happens, if if I didn't have that same fight and vigor that to basically call someone out on their bullshit, um, <laughs> then it wasn't it wasn't for me. So I left, and that was kind of pretty much it. And then you know. Obviously, you know, that's not my only thing that I do. That no. wasn't my moneymaker. That was just my like, hey, go out, show yeah. face, get laid, do, you know, do my thing. Like yeah. that wasn't, that was never, it was just a party for me. Yeah. That's what it evolved into. Yeah. Um, and I look back on it now and it, it just, it killed my ego. Like my ego got so out of control. Through that, that, through that time. Yeah because, yeah, because everything was free.
1: Right, you, you know, you got flown everywhere. Everything. You got put up. Everybody just wanted to be around you. Can you imagine being a
2: white tiger going to Vegas? They're paying you twenty five thousand dollars to show up, drink for a couple hours, and they fly you home on a private jet. Like, that's, wh- that's what is great. that? That's crazy. What I, I that? can
0: imagine it, and it sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm picturing it right now.
1: <laughs> I wish somebody <laughs> would pay. I wish somebody would pay me to go anywhere. But five dollars, I'll take. But, but it gets old. it yeah. gets old. The it's women repetitive. get old,
2: it, and and that's where, that was my downfall because I couldn't. I couldn't enjoy it anymore, and that's how I met Onassis, who is my ex-wife, Shane Lomas. I met her in Vegas coming up. I was, I was doing an appearance for Tao at Tau Beach, and I brought 16 of the hottest ASU girls. Like, I went to campus, picked out these girls, put them in a Hummer limo, brought them to Vegas, and I was, you know, Jason Strauss did his whole baptism ceremony, ceremony in the Tau Beach pool, and I thought I was born again. Like it wow. was just one of those moments where I'm like, okay, wow. I'm done.
1: I'm done. And then I met uh, Onassis at the bar at the Venetian. So, so you meet her on this trip. You, you see her at the bar. Now tell us the story because you, you ended up getting married like within days, right? No, eight hours. Yeah, Eight, eight hours. So, so um,
0: you meet her in Vegas and you got married eight no, hours later? But I,
1: but I, I want uh, to hear the details. You walk up to her. You see her at the bar. You, you say it's love at first sight, obviously. Right? And, and then what? Then what happens? How do you get to the chapel?
2: So I get to the bar I'm like wow okay this this blonde she has this Sienna Miller Scarlett Johansson type vibe and she wasn't into me like she didn't know who I was and I felt like I was like a normal civilian hitting oh, on a girl Totally and and she was just you know mean she was just mean to me and I just <laughs> I never felt that in a while from right somebody. because you've
0: always gotten everything you wanted just handed to you yeah
2: like there wasn't even like when i would go on dates with girls there was no communication i would just we would just start making out wow oh, you know? okay yeah, yeah so i was in that phase of my life where i was like wow like this this is like hard work right which obviously wasn't really hard work because we ended up you know trying to get married but the, the chapel was closed then we ended up making love and i'm like okay you mm-hmm. know we're, we still want to get married, and I was like, "Wow, this is actually really good." Okay, um, and then we got married at like ten o'clock in the morning, in at wow. the little white wedding chapel.
1: And then what happens from
2: there? Now you li- both live in separate places, right? At this time. Yeah. So, the thing is, when you get married in eight hours, you really don't know the person, right? Though.
0: Yeah, at all. I would have been married a million times if, <sighs> I, if it was just that after eight
2: hours. But I was, so, I was such an a. In a I don't want to call it dark place. I was just in a place of like, "Hey, I need change." You
1: needed to like
2: you to were, get some stability. You were grasping stability. for
0: for something, just family. like real light. Yeah. yeah, I
2: wanted family and every Normalcy. girl. Every girl I dated, it just they didn't look at me like Human Karamian, which is my birth name. They looked at me like I was Nick Ritchie, this asshole who's like judging my elbows. You know, right. So like, I'd never had that interaction, It was just refreshing that this person didn't know who I was. I didn't know who she was. Or her family or anything. I knew nothing. And I woke up the next day, you know, we had- After you were married? Well, we got married and then we honeymooned kind of at another nightclub, which is, that sounds terrible. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then we woke up and we woke up and it was all over the news. And I'm like, who the hell? And And I remember I was turning on, my phone was blowing up. My mom was- so mad at me because I come from yeah. a Persian Armenian family. Right, you're family. supposed to have a
1: big wedding. Oh yeah, like it's like
2: like what are you doing? They already right. hated me from the dirty, and now I'm just like literally like ruining the family. <laughs> right. So it's, it was on the ticker: Shane Lomas marries the dirty guy, and I was so mad because I was just like, wow, okay, so who is she that she's a higher level than me? Because they're calling me the dirty guy. They're not saying like, hey, you know, Nick Ritchie marries you know whoever. So it was all over TMZ. She flies back. I flew her back to Malibu or LA or whatever. TMZ's following her around and it just became a circus. And she kept telling people, well, she's not in love with me. Why? Really? And we're doing this in reverse and we're doing the marriage thing and we're going to try to figure it out. Which obviously I wasn't like offended by it. Like we just met each other (laughs) and I'm like, okay, hey we got to do this. But then they started like tracking down her dad and like, it just became a, it became a circus where I flew her out to Scottsdale. And that was probably the worst idea ever. Why? Because then I found out who she really was like, and, and then there were so many things that I had to clean up in her life to get her whole, to make her a good partner. And then I went into the mindset, like how, you know, I was kind of embarrassed about the whole situation, but then I'm like, okay, well I can do this. I can fix it. I can make it the way I want to be in my life and create family and create stability. So it worked because I got her out of the bubble, the, whole, the L.A. bubble,
1: right? So you guys moved
2: to Scottsdale too? I was in Scottsdale. And she, mo-
1: and she moved with you? Yeah,
2: I flew her out, you know, okay. got, went, went and got all her stuff from storage and, and okay. brought her out mm-hmm. to Scottsdale. And then it was just, it was even worse because when I walked around Scottsdale, it was already god, You know, so oh, like, because wow. there's, no, there's no celebrity in Scottsdale. <laughs> so oh so when <laughs> I was in Scottsdale you guys are like imagine, a power car. oh imagine both of us it was like Brad and Angelina walking around <laughs> and there's only like fashion fashion uh, fashion fashion there's
1: many places to long, go. we went there
0: that's how Randall and I feel everywhere we go. We always feel like we're Brad and Angelina. Okay,
1: stop it. We do fucking not. <laughs> obviously,
0: uh, Randall. Wait, obviously. but let me ask
1: a question. So now she moves there, and obviously you're in love. I mean, whatever version, you're uh, both in love. Uh, I, was, both in I was in, love. in the fantasy of love.
0: So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time and the best part and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and press on falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash Lala and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off.
1: Now you guys, because you ended up together 10 years. That's a, that's a real that's 11, a, eleven years. That's, 11 years. A really that, long,
0: that's a long time. That
1: that's not that's not pretend. That's no. like there's something now. And, when,
0: and can I just say this? I'm I'm hoping with this, because I obviously follow you on social media. And you know you can clearly tell that you're hurting very much so yeah. So when we're talking about these earlier years with her, Nick, I want you to try your best to like remember how it used to be before Even we get before, before we, we get to where we're at right. today
1: because I, I agree because there had to be, some real quality of love and family for you and, to stay and in because, something loving. Because
0: years. this is going to be the final time that he speaks about this, I want this to be therapeutic. I want it to be healthy. I want and, it to be productive.
1: And true and sincere. Absolutely. From his heart, not just from the place of anger and hurt. Correct. Because that's where he's at today. And I and I understand that. So I want to be sensitive to that. But at Absolutely. the same time, so so you're in Scottsdale. When do you have kids? How many years into the relationship? Do you have your first child? About a year. A year. Oh, so quick. Yeah. So quick.
0: I feel like that's a... Okay, that is quick, considering you got married in eight
1: hours. Yeah, I usually have the marriage for like a year and a half. No, no, going back to what Lala just
2: said, because I want to backtrack just a second. Why I'm here today is because you guys are friends, family. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to go... I didn't want to go and tell the world from a place of hate. Like, you know, and it's not even hate. I, I... and, and it's really bothering me that everyone thinks that I'm like attacking her, but I'm just trying to be honest and trying to get everything out because I know Instagram's not going to be forever. It's not going to be here in 10 years. Podcasts will be this. What I'm recording today will be here for the rest of eternity. And your kids will
1: listen to this Correct. one day when they're, you know, and, I, other and I, and
2: I, and I know lawyers are listening to this. I know families listening to this. I know all these random <laughs> trolls are listening and, 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 and I have a new respect for trolls because I have no one to talk to at 4 a.m. So now I'm like DMing like random people that don't even have followers. It's it's, it's not even funny. It's not funny. It's not, but it is it's certainly. But because I'm not, love gonna you so I'm not going to you are so I'm not going to hit you up at 4 a.m. I'm like, oh, who am I going to talk to? I'm going to talk to you know. But but I will tell you, oh, you know, NASA's but- hater 69. <laughs> And I'm literally telling them, like, yeah, this is what's going on. But I,
1: but I'll tell you, people don't realize, and I think that the, the beauty of of who you are, Nick, and and what what's made our friendship is that you are the most honest and sincere human out there. So I think that when people hear this, they're going to hear a, 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 yes. a, a truth, okay. and, and and the truth of whether it's pain or a truth of just kind of where you me, got to.
0: you've you been brutally honest. But with the two of you, let's let's not try to like paint a pretty picture. I mean, yes. you have definitely been attacking her on social media. I know. I mean, you've gone
2: I've, in. I've gone in, but I need. No, you've gone in. You've uh, gone in hard. Okay, but no, that's not that's to me. It's not hard. To me, it's therapeutic. I built different listen, like Lolly, you know, like I'm, I come from a place of tough love. I come from a place of holding the mirror and holding the person accountable to who they are in my heart of hearts. I'm not just looking out for me. I'm looking out for the next guy. I'm looking out for the Onassis of the Onassis. Like there are more than this person and this person controlled me and abused me and put me in this cycle for 11 years And my ego was so big That I never had the balls to get out
0: Okay, And okay.
2: I had children So it started as like Hey, you know, this is this is Progressively getting worse I'm in this cycle of uh, With a person that has a prescription addiction And I enabled it So I, I'm going to take full responsibility okay. Over my actions and, and what I did But in my heart of hearts I thought, okay, well If I am not giving this person the love that they need, they're going to die. Like her family has a history of dependency. Like I just, I never ever once came from a place of, of not heart with her. And it was only until recently in the events that have happened where I'm starting to wake up and I'm, I'm looking back at all the different years and the things that have happened through the trials and tribulations of our relationship and losing a child. It just, it almost prolonged the marriage because it kept you in it longer, you. Hundred yeah. percent. Because, yeah. because my heart so When you say so the loss of a ch-
0: did did she miscarry?
2: Yeah, is that what? Okay. Yeah, we lost a child, and it was the most, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Because the child, it was a religious hospital. I held the child. I named oh the child RJ. I had to hold this child, oh. and I had to say goodbye to this child while Onassis was on her deathbed in in ICU on a breathing oh. tube. So so oh it, my God. it was brutal. Oh my God. It was brutal. This is yeah, that that's heartbreaking. So for me, oh. I'm like, I, I've always been the caretaker. I've always paid all everything for her. I've given her more than the world could possibly give her ever. And I'm just in shock. So today I have I have pain, but I don't want to come from a place of Um, Dishonesty, I want to come From a place of being authentic And I'm telling you, like, yes I'm really, I'm in a really Really, really dark place But at the same time This is the way I process And the reason why I process this way And the reason why, and I don't want to call it shame I want to call it truth because I, I know other people are in my shoes and they don't have the balls or their wherewithal to basically say like, Hey, this is what's happening to me. They want to just silent, make it private, let it go away. So the next guy gets screwed or the next woman gets screwed. That's, that's abuse. That's literally abuse. And what I, what I'm going through is so brutal because I have children. Right? Yeah. So my heart hurts for them more than it hurts for myself. It doesn't hurt for her because she doesn't see in the bigger picture in the grand scheme of things. I gave her everything she wanted. I got her a G-Wagon. I got a Rolex. I got her 10 Birkenbacks, Whatever she wanted. Wow. To the sacrifice of myself. She gave me nothing. Nothing. Besides love, children. And now people are coming at me all over the internet saying, this is the mother of your children. No, this is the way I process because when I created the, the greatest sight in the world in my eyes because it held the mirror to people and it held people accountable and everyone ridiculed me. This is the way I process because now to me, she is a civilian. She is a dirty celebrity. She is a person that I would basically make fun of on that site back in the day. And this is how I'm letting my emotions go. This is me. This is old school. And there's a big disconnect because this new generation of people, these new kids who have no idea who I am, which is fine. I love that. They see everything in the world of likes They see everything in the world of engagement. They see everything in the world of their social media and nothing else matters. This is how they survive. They keep so many secrets. Secrets are lies. Secrets are lies. And I, I cannot stress that more because in my heart, it pains me so much to see people basically just say, Hey, you know what? This person was a bad person over lunch. That's
1: it. And then it goes away. So let me, let me just say something real quick. So, so uh, you're a great dad, I know that I, I have to assume she's a good mother, correct I have to assume she's a good mother I mean i, I I'm just making an assumption that she she's I, I mean it's all from a from a an opinion but I'm saying she's not a horrible mother take, I can't.
0: take your feelings out of it right Take your feelings You're, out your of it if with you her. were just some some dude who saw a chick with her her kids, is she a good mother to you the, the moment.
2: In the moment, I'll give her credit in the okay. moment. Okay. But, but waking up at 12 o'clock, not giving your kids breakfast, and basically yelling at your husband to go to CVS to pick her Adder- pick up her Adderall prescription, then running out of Adderall, and then making her husband lie to a doctor and say he has ADD to get more Adderall. Like, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, okay.
0: So you're talking to somebody who also, you know, I, I struggle with addiction. I, I never popped a pill. I never, like, drinking was my, my thing. And, you know, Randall stuck by me and, you know, I think he was the one making, right? You were the one making sure the bar cart was full or that there was champagne in the fridge. Like I completely get that. The difference is, is at that point in my life, thank God I was not a mother, you know? So to hear you speak about her and I get it, we're, we're like wanting to shed truth and all of these things. It's absolutely heartbreaking because we're talking about a woman who, yes, is the mother of your children who has... Who has done you dirty, no pun intended. But you know, she's if if this is the case, it's a it's a woman who obviously needs professional help. And that to me is very heartbreaking.
2: <laughs> it's heartbreaking for me. I cried all last night. I couldn't sleep last night. I knew I was coming here to close this chapter of my life. Yeah. And for me, you know, knowing that I'm begging, I'm begging her family, I'm begging her. Please get her help. And whoever she's with, this new guy, I don't even care, Cupcakes or whatever his name is, go get her professional help. Save her. Because I've done my best. Yeah, I've done everything. And I've said it to her face, and she just fires back at me
1: with vengeance. Okay. But but, but I think today... Like okay, so you were married eleven years. You have two beautiful children, right? They're happy. They seem like happy kids. I see them with you no, all the they're, time. They're, they're great kids. Yeah, they, they seem like really beautiful kids. And 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 I think at this point, though, what I see is a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. And I understand because I've I've I, got pain I, in my life. I love this woman. I've, I I was I literally learned. It. there. It is no, but listen, there it is. yeah, I, that's I, it. That's I, what I think she needs to hear. I'm saying I I, that I you create, do love her. I, I know as as the mother of your kids, if anything. I love her from the fact that she's been through the
2: battles. She's seen me fight for freedom of speech. She's seen me go through hell and back, sued, left, right. Like she's seen it. Yeah, She was there in bed, me getting her Starbucks, but at least she saw the the travel of what I had to go through to basically give the world their own platforms, their own freedom of speech, save face. I, I saved Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google all these sites I won I, I set precedence in court for these sites to be able to do what they do to do what yeah. they do to, for Zuckerberg to make billions of dollars yeah, that's, that, that's that's my bad
0: right yep. you know
2: and then for her to basically just say hey you know never give me back that appreciation and that love that hurts my yeah, heart I but she see. gave me she gave me she gave me the children.
1: So Which I, are the
0: I, best things that – the best thing you could ever give to somebody. It's everything. And, so but, and by there. the way,
1: I see you happy when I see you with your kids. I, I, I see you lit up. I see you as a great dad. You brag about your kids. I, I think for me, at least in this episode, is to try to get to a place where at the end of this, you know, you can – Let it go and and focus on the kids. I mean, at least I want to focus on the kids. Yeah, and you, and focus on you in your next chapter because Nick, you have a big life ahead. You know what I mean? You've already had a big life. Like you and I are guys that are very blessed. Lala too. We've had really great. And what I also
0: want for you, Nick, is you know there's sometimes there's so much damage that can be done that cannot be repaired, and you know there will be a day. Where she becomes the person that she wants to become, and who you would like to see her become, as and
1: a, yeah, as a mother specifically, you as know? a woman, it, I don't even woman. care about uh, just,
0: just just as just as a person who thrives in life. No, there will be saying. a time where they're sitting right.
1: at, a re, at a at a graduation of of his children, exactly, right? and, and together together no Correct. chance no chance i, I disagree no, at this point right now no, no well right absolutely
0: now- you're you're in it <laughs> right you're, your you're in dear the dear middle dear of the fucking <laughs> ocean no one With is around and no life raft nothing right so
2: no help no. no help it hurts yeah and and i just need my kids to know because they're gonna listen to this one day i love you so much press line and this this is literally the most painful thing your father has ever ever experienced in his life I loved your mother so much and it pains me that I couldn't get over the threshold of making her see reality. And that's probably my fault. I I gave her too much and it's going to pain me for the rest of my life because we had a beautiful family and I just couldn't, I couldn't fix her. I couldn't like, and, and that's probably because I couldn't fix myself. So that's where I'm at in my life right now. And it, It hurts. It hurts really bad, but I do love you guys very much. And I think that um, both of you are very talented and very successful and you'll be fine. And now my focus, Randall, is to create my succession and
1: just annihilate the world and just torture
2: everybody. (laughs)
1: So in a good way, but in a good way, because now, you know, what people don't realize is you've built a new business, which is thriving and and flourishing called celeb celeb. And, and I, you know, it's, it's the new modern, you know, celeb culture where you go and you read great news and and groundbreaking news. And, and I, I just want people to know that like, you know, uh, you know, this stuff is not easy. People don't realize that pain, even if you're the one like sh- like your ex wife, soon to be ex wife is initiating this divorce, whether you're initiating the divorce or you're the being the divorcee, you know, whichever side you're on or it's mutual. It's still painful. You have kids, you have to look at them in the face every day. In the wake up of, of waking up,
2: not knowing it because I had a routine. I would wake yeah. up like a zombie. I would wake up have my coffee, go make a Starbucks run to wake her up, get her flowers every other day. Wow. And literally just pray that she didn't abuse her prescriptions, that she would not crash for a week. So, and then I would take care of the kids. Then I would go work. Yeah. I would, you know, it was, it was just, it was always me, but I thought this was how. Life worked. Right. You know, I was anything,
1: Right. You just, this was your routine.
2: And now I wake up and I'm like, what what do I do today? You know, besides take care of my kids and, and whatnot. Do
1: you feel that you were, and I say this very kindly, do you feel you were somewhat of a codependent?
2: No, I felt like it was Stockholm Syndrome.
1: Okay, I felt okay, I, I,
2: and and I know there's guys yeah. out there, Because yeah. guys are built very tough, and they don't want a minute. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, what I've learned from this is that I do have emotions. I can cry. It's okay to cry. Yeah, it's okay to be a normal human being. Yeah. and not be fucking tough.
1: No, a hundred percent. By the way, with Lala, I mean she can tell you how many times I cried to her. Yeah, but you're right. Act, you're acting. It's different. <laughs> 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 that was mean as fuck. That's we true. gotta take a quick break because. That was really mean, uh, but I'm glad you haven't lost your sense of humor. That's one thing I've noticed, and I'm very happy about that because you call me up and you'll be in tears, and then two seconds later, you'll be bashing me, so it's okay. All right, we'll be, we'll be right back with the epic Nick Ritchie.
0: Here's what I love about doing a podcast. It doesn't really require any glam, like at all. I can podcast in comfort, and for me, that means wearing my new favorite super soft quince cashmere tee. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless, comfortable pieces that keep me looking so chic summer after summer. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at $30. You can find silk tops, 14 karat jewelry, and so much more. And this is my favorite part all Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all of those savings on to us. And don't get me started on their towels. I have the Quince waffle towels at the Palm Springs house. I have them in white and they are so soft. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. All right, y'all, we are back with a fun podcast, but also it's, you know, It's real as it gets. It's as real as it fucking like,
1: gets. Can I tell you that in, in the hundred? Sorry, we're not in hundred episodes in the 70 plus episodes, year and a half we've been doing this this is probably the most raw, heavy, real, you know, I mean, I think, well, don't you think a well, lot? I mean, this yeah. is pretty, this is, this is, this is, we're usually a little lighter on this podcast, but you're one of our best friends. And I, I know this is an important day because we're, we're putting something behind us. And the fact that you would even trust us to come here is, is an honor for us. And, and we, we, Hope that this is getting you to the place to, to kind of it, move it forward.
2: Is. It definitely is, and thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to actually say my piece because I just need to get off my chest and just go on.
0: Well, I found, and this is what I noticed when I started writing my book: is when I when I would read something that I had written versus when I actually say it, it comes across so differently. And you know, people following you, they only see th- you know things that you've written. Or screenshots And you know It can come off Very differently Than when you're Actually hearing A person speak about it Does that make sense?
2: It totally does
0: So that was my hope For today as well Having you on Is you know Not People not just seeing Like something that You've written online But you know you, You can't feel heart In words No
1: it's hard. It's, very, it's, it's hard. hard. Also, there, when, especially when there's a lot of posts, multiple posts, multiple posts. Correct. This is people hearing who you are as a human and seeing, because we we're watching you struggle and we're watching the emotions right now, but I think people can hear it and they can hear you know the sincerity of, of just what you're going through. And, and I think anybody who's gone through any traumatic pain in their life of any sort can relate to today because- it's, there's always two sides right. to every story Absolutely. There's there's your side there's her side. And then there's
0: the actual how it's really going down, which Correct. no one really even knows. Correct. But so it, it, I, 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 I saw I, I looked up Shane um, obviously just to see like what her posting was like. and I have a very real and real question for you. Do you believe you're a narcissist?
2: Okay, can we talk about this? Like seriously, like what, what does that even mean?
0: Well, I know what it means because I've had to deal with a lot of them
2: Okay, but what does that mean? That I'm a bad person? Absolutely Because I I love myself? No, no,
0: no, absolutely not There's a big difference between being a narcissist and someone who's being confident and practicing self-love Huge difference Okay A narcissist is somebody who they really don't have a real perception of reality And they always place blame on the other person without taking on some responsibility as to why things have happened
2: Well, it's it's, in my mind. I believe in creation. I believe I create my own destiny. I believe I can do anything I want to do. And I don't believe that I'm a narcissist. I think I'm a genius. I do not think I'm a narcissist. It's two totally different worlds. So, And
0: by but, the way, I'm not, I'm not pinning you as one. I just saw a post that she claims that you are one. And that I wanted to get your perspective on that.
2: Okay, here's my perspective. Because people. Cause
0: I'm no doctor. I'm not here <laughs> telling you you're... That, 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 that we know. That we know. Look at that, that
2: disclaimer out there right now. <laughs> I'm
0: no doctor. I'm not All diagnosing right. anybody with Please. anything. Okay.
2: <laughs> I want to put this out there right now because sometimes people project something about someone else. It's because that's who they are. Right. Right if you guys came into our home and people who have been in in our home which is very guarded and she really wouldn't let a lot of people visit it's just pictures of her everywhere there was there was one picture of me and my daughter in the entire house no pictures of my family every single picture lala I'm not even kidding you go into our home That's and not it, true it, is, it is a, it is a museum it is a museum shrine to Shane Onassis so I I don't, I don't like how she's portraying me as a narcissist because in my mind, what I think a narcissist is someone who's obsessed with themselves so much that they're in a delusional state of mind. I am not in any delusional state of mind whatsoever. I'm a man broken whose heart is broken and trying to recover and repair today after finding out she is with someone else. In Awatuki or wherever that place is, where the fuck is that? I don't know. It's where they fix the Bayliner boats for the lake places. I, I have no idea.
1: Oh Can't stop! It. I'm not going to stop. Because How do you know they fixed the Bayliner boats there?
0: Because he Googled it, obviously.
1: But what I'm saying is that uh, Awatuki? what's it called again? Awatuki. Awatuki. Awatuki is so, in Arizona. So, so let's just catch up because we want to get to a place where where you can feel good about leaving this out there and and moving forward. So she is with somebody else now, you're telling us. Yes. Okay. So that happened after you guys split up? It must have happened during. And here's why.
2: It's just so painful. Um, And this all started. It's just so crazy because this all started with with her. She said, you know, it was our anniversary. I got her a ring. I got her all these things. And she came in because we were in separate bedrooms at the time. I lived on the West Wing she wouldn't let me in the, the master bedroom.
0: Wow. You guys have wings at your house. That's well, not
2: anymore. Cause I'm not, Jesus, she's, she's out of there. Good luck. So, but I do have to say is that she came into, into my room and I thought she was joking and she was like, Hey, I need to figure out who I am. I don't want to do this anymore. And I was just like, okay, that's weird. Whatever. Like we've been fighting, but not, but the last six months have been, the sex has been amazing. Everything's been great. You know, she's telling me how great of a husband I've been. And then she bombs out to Ahwatukee or wherever she went, it's allegedly Palm Springs. I reach out to her father and be like, hey, you know, I had this weird feeling that Shane's on drugs Okay. Um, and he discards me and goes straight to her. And all of a sudden she's got a lawyer. She's got his whole legal team. She's got everything going. And I call him Ho, Ho Renzo because he's been married a million times and he's now he's engaged to a girl from Idaho. And that's a winner. So <laughs> oh my God. so now I'm in this state of mind of like, wow, like maybe I'm getting played. Then she goes to page six, Randall, and she tells the whole world that we haven't had sex in a year. And um, she hasn't been intimate and we've grown apart and all this stuff. Complete lies. And I still was like, okay, I'm going to be the bigger person for my kids. I'm going to just be quiet.
1: Okay. See, that's my, see, just so, like my thing in Lala Knows This is I Believe in just keeping it private for the children. That's how I've I've been, and and so you're saying you did go I did at that. this I, I like no no hundred
2: percent okay I, and I and, and I hired and I, I spoke with my legal and they're like Nick whatever you do do not be Nick like right. just be just level let yeah. this go let's get out of this clean yeah. pay her whatever she wants you yeah. know whatever and and I in my in my heart of hearts I'm like wow like this is just shocking like I just
1: took an L. I've never taken an L. Like this is an L. See, but I don't say t- I disagree. So I think, take it as a win. Yeah, I take it as a win because I think for the kids, going silent is the right thing and not taking it public. That's just me. Okay, Me. Okay, So here So it you went at it that way.
2: So I went at it that way. The page six thing comes out. She puts out a thing on Instagram, basically saying we've grown apart, yada yada. Jack's the Kristen Cavallari, you know, statement. Like I'm Jay Cutler, not even true. So, so, uh, yeah, that happens. And then I'm still like, okay, you know, I, I put on my thing on my Instagram and said, you know, I concur, whatever she's saying, like,
1: let her go. Okay. So it was very cordial, quiet, private. Then I went through
2: this phase of like, okay, well I'm single. So let me put a picture of myself. I was feeling good. I'm at the beach, whatever. And be like, Hey, here I am single Nick. Let's go, you know, DM me. Let's start seeing the world. Right, Her family went psycho Like how really. dare you You have children with, with my uh, With our Lorenzo saying like you have children With my daughter after 11 years And then her his fiance Idaho went at me and I was just like Okay this is crazy Then they reported me to Instagram Like as, as a sexual predator And I'm like and a bad father And I'm just like this is insane I'm like and I told Onassis I go Onassis you don't want to poke the bear.
1: Like, you know, I am not the bully. I am the bull. Right. You know, so I will literally. But see, sh- they all should have gone quiet. Everybody should have just gone quiet. Like, that's really. Oh, let's redo that. Yeah. I am not the bully. I'm the bull. Right. And I think everybody should have just gone quiet. Like, if I was to give advice, it's everybody just go quiet. Let the court handle the divorce. Right. Let and it do its and, thing. And go through the pain privately and then and then be there for your kids. That's, that's how I believe in doing things but yeah so, but she, they, but so, so she was they have,
2: they have dinosaur brains they have dinosaur brains and they came after me and they're like wow
1: i was shocked i'm like are you guys crazy so she went to the press first yes okay. okay okay so that's what started so i didn't know what started all of a sudden I'm, I'm reading pages of you know just you going off but this started because she went to the press first
2: it all started with them okay and i want to make that very clear so one day when my kids do listen to this, yeah. they understand. Their father actually said, you know, hey, I'm going to not do anything. Right,
1: I'm going to go quiet I'm and, and go be quiet. respectful to my children, which, yeah. which I know you as a father. That's who you are. So it makes sense. Now that now the line of events makes sense a lot. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I course. only saw one side, but I didn't know that he had already. You would agree to, in your mind to just go peacefully into the night for your children. And then they kind of brought it to the press. And then the second I pulled back
2: the curtain, I felt a sense of, uh, not power, but a sense of myself. Mm. Okay. And I started having flashbacks to Nick Ritchie having the ability to control the narrative. And I was able to say, okay, you know what? These people need to be outed as who they really are. And that's when I was like, wow, okay, I'm starting to feel truth. I'm starting to feel honesty. I'm starting to feel authentic. And it might, as bad as it looks for me, and when a judge listens to this, I need the judge to know that I did this for my own honor. I did this for my children. I did this for her. I did this for her family because I'm not living in lies anymore. It's done. It's over. So you guys can hate me. You can do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, the anxiety is gone. Right. Right. That eleven-year prison sentence, purgatory, whatever it was, Shawshank. I was literally stuck in a CBS prison, oh god. and it is done. So, good luck, cupcakes. You can have her.
0: Oh shit! <laughs>
1: Who, who's cupcakes? I don't know the Bayliner <laughs> dude. Oh my
0: god! The guy that lives in Okotoki.
1: Okay, so 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 here's what I take away from this. You have two beautiful children. You had an 11-year marriage that clearly both of you, both sides were not happy, right? You you were not happy. She wasn't happy. What, whatever it may be, I don't know the details. But today, looking at where we are today is you still have two beautiful children. You still are who you are. You haven't lost one beat or skipped to your step. That's for sure. That's for sure. And now, do we put it behind us and move to the next chapter, which is – Nick Richie's next chapter of his life, which is gonna be fucking beautiful and brilliant. So the goal is
2: today, once you hear this, the world hears this, this is it. She's erased, they're erased from my syntax, and I move forward and focus on business, celeb, my brand. I'm filming Richie Rich, which is a follow show that's only gonna stream on the app. I'm I'm gonna do things that are just gonna blow media away. And my goal is to actually and this is going to be sound. This is going to sound so crazy. What this has taught me that you need to lean on friends, and you need to yeah. you need to bring your friends up with you, and not be against them. Because I've always been in the mentality that, like, hey, you know, I'm here, or I'm I'm, I'm making my own success. I don't need everybody around me. And you get that, yeah. You know, and and I think you and I are it's in the lonely same. Lonely as fuck when you do it's that. To, it's so lonely. When it's you do lonely that. at the top, right? It is. But the only way to stay at the top is to show the top the friends that are with you at the top just to, to show them what you see correct and say hey what do you see and then you learn from that so you know yeah. you get it we've been to the top yeah. and we've already done everything we wanted to really do and now the chapter in our life is we look at things and now we know where we're going because we've already experienced the fails correct we know how to stay away from the fails this was an internal fail by me. The only positive of my the trophies are my children, and I have to focus on those trophies and I have to shine those trophies every single day and yeah. look at them like they're Oscars, and that's the only way I'm going to survive out of this. Other than that, yeah. good luck. Good All luck right. to them. Good luck to them. And I'm going to level the fuck up so fucking hard <laughs> that
1: literally, I believe that. I believe literally. That. I believe that
2: so hard that Viagra is going to retreat, <gasps> and I'm going to make. A massacre a massacre in a positive light for everybody and i want to bring everyone with me that's amazing everyone with me and this story lala i know as much as it looks like a smear it looks like this or whatever people are with me and it's giving me power it's giving me my strength back and it's giving me my light back because i left everyone on her accord it wasn't just me like hey you know She made me feel so bad about myself and the things that I would do. And she would belittle me every single day and how terrible of a husband I am, how terrible of a father I am and how, how dare I not treat her like a queen. And now I'm here sitting with you guys and I'm telling you, I am a king. I'm coming back on my throne. This is where I want to be. And this is who I am. And I'm finally, finally rising from the ashes.
0: And by the way, Nick, I I know you personally. So I'm not saying that when I see what you you post that I'm looking at it as like a smear campaign. But there are other people who don't know you. So from an outside perspective, that's what it does look like. And that's why I wanted you to come and speak your truth with your actual voice and tell us how it really went down. Because
1: you're you're a very, very level-headed person. So I feel like now people are hearing like, Look, I was I was also responsible for this marriage. She was responsible. We're both responsible, and it didn't work. and And there is pain that I have, and I'm sure she has pain too. But the but the part is like we're both at an age, Nick, and I'm older than you. But we're both in our you know you're in your 40s. I just hit 50. But we're at an age where we've realized our mistakes. We've mm-hmm. we've fucked up. We we can own it. Like I'm, I don't have an ego anymore. Where I'm like. I'm perfect and I I don't make mistakes. You just said it. You made a lot of mistakes, but you also have huge successes, and I'm the same. So I think that people hearing that, that that's the real Nick Ritchie that I know. The real Nick Ritchie I know is a baller, successful person, but also has failed tremendously, just like I have. You know, and you we own that. And we I think, own
2: that. And I think the difference with who I am now compared to who I was in my thirties and my twenties, whatever. I can I can let the pride
1: go to ask for help yeah that's important that's the most important thing i think and anywhere. you know that i was no. in,
2: i was in central park i was like <laughs> by myself so lost and you called me and you, you're like are you okay like dude i've been there let me help yeah. you let me help you and and i accepted it yeah i accepted it
1: and yeah, and, and you didn't want it you i said i said nick I whatever the pride. Pride, yeah i said what pride and pride when you're in pain is what kills you mm-hmm. it destroys you emotionally it makes you do Make bad decisions, very bad. So, so I, I was very happy because we are friends, and I, I know you would do the up, same for me. I know, and I, I know. told, I told Lala, I'm like you're, you're, you're on my side. Like yeah. you, you
2: literally had my back, and you're my angel yeah. in this whole situation because you've been there and you're giving me good guidance. But it's so hard to take it. Yeah. It's so hard because the pride is so strong. But I've learned you know, thanks to you and thanks to other friends that it's okay to listen hundred and it's okay to accept. And for, for me saying that as Nick Ritchie, that is like literally stabbing my guts. Yeah.
1: But, but, it, but it, for me, it's you rising and, and, and growing, right? Because, Growth. because when we, when, when our pride kills us, we don't grow and we're, we're, we're in pain and we just, it's horrible. I just want to you love know. again. That's yeah. it.
0: I totally feel you on yeah. that. So I have my, my final question is if you could reverse time, is there anything in this from the time it started to where we're at right now that you would have done differently?
2: I would have never created the dirty. Really? Wow. Never.
0: That's that's crazy.
2: I just I would I would be a normal person. I would um, not be known. Pain is the you know, it comes from keeping up with the cycle of what we have to do, and we're in a different we're in a different place where we have to maintain our sense of celebrity and our sense of self and our sense of achievements. Because if we don't, then people look at us very differently. Those aren't the friends you need, but they're the friends that you have to have. And the problem is is that if we don't maintain our relationships, especially in our industry in the entertainment industry, we're forgotten right and and, and my whole thing in this marriage was that I had to keep going mm-hmm. because she was nobody you know she was she was living off her her name she was living off her you know past reality shows and whatever it was, so I had to keep going I had to financially create this life for my kids. Right. And if I could do it all over again, I would not cause pain on other people for financial success. And it Mm. eats at me. It eats at me. But I found that anxiety within myself comes from the fact that if, as long as I, as long as I'm not hiding secrets, I'm not having to maintain a lie and I I don't want to be around those people anymore that have to keep maintaining the facade of who they are the facade of the lie, even if it's a secret, even if it's a small lie, they're still creating this stack of anxiety mm-hmm. and you can feel it. It's palpable. Yeah. So I don't want to be that anymore. I'm done with that. But to answer your question, I would just be a normal person. I would just go to McDonald's. Like I just don't <gasps> don't It's so
0: crazy that you say that because there's so many times where, you know, with, with the, the path that I've chosen, it, there's a lot of anxiety and there's times where I feel the same way. I'm like, I just want to like live in Utah in a cute little house with my family, and then reality sinks in where it's like you stop doing what you're doing and you don't make any money. Like you have to like what I do pays my bills.
1: So yeah, but also I also think that you have a passion for acting and all one hundred percent. I I love entertainment, but I think you as an artist enjoy that, and I think. It's not just money for you. If it no, was just money, least, you would have left L.A. a long time ago. But
2: I know, but also right? you have a drive too, Lala. Right. It's completely different. To build, it, to build a brand. You're, you not, you're not an Onassis. An Onassis is a person that basically thinks they're Jack Yo. Let me explain this Onassis thing because it's it's really bothering me that people do not grasp why I call people certain things. Okay. Cupcake is called Cupcake because his last name is Baker. Okay. Okay. Love it. Lorenzo is engaged to a girl from Idaho. Okay, Onassis is a playoff Jackie O because Jackie O is the first ever. Brought the media blew her up so big she never had a real job. I know everyone loves her; they're obsessed. She wore these big sunglasses. My Onassis wore these big sunglasses, so I always looked at her like she really thinks she's Jackie O, right? (laughs) So, and Jackie O lived off Onassis. So to me, the money was all Onassis. So so to me, I look at her like wow, she's just trying to live off me. And now I have to support not only Onassis, but I have to support all of Awatuki. I might as well be the mayor of Awatuki. So it bothers me a lot in that regard. So that's where I come up with these names, but it's therapy for me, it's therapeutic. It's it's not it's not in a
1: vulgar way, it's to make people laugh at the situation, and be like, Wow, okay, well, they're also like pretty the,
0: cute names.
1: By the way, I, Onassis is flattering, in my opinion. And second of it's all, it's not because you're brainwashed to think Jackie O is something crazy. Oh.
0: I mean she was married to the to Kennedy.
1: I mean she was pretty she was pretty <laughs> badass.
0: You can call me Onassis if you want.
1: No, no I'm not gonna call you Onassis because you I make your own wear, money. I don't but, wear big but,
0: sunglasses, but
1: But let me but let me say this. That's well, because you have good eyebrows. But I but I think Nick, I think I need I think people have to understand that whatever you know, nicknames you're you're giving people, it's through pain that you have. Yes. I mean, let's be honest. Yes. Yes. I mean I mean you, you're trying to find through your humor because I know you for a long time. Part of your the way you deal with pain is through your sarcasm and through your humor and through your wit. You're a very witty person. People don't realize. I mean, you are high level wit. You're so witty that even before all this happened, you would call me up and say some crazy shit, and then like I hang up the phone, and I realize, oh my god, he just he just he just like punked blasted me. You. Yeah, he just punked me, and I didn't like what the fuck. No, like, I you're, think you're very fast. I you're know very for fast, if, if
0: you were just a bad dude. No. You wouldn't be on your social media. You would be keeping this quiet, and you would just be dragging her in other forms. Oh, no, no. You're I, I, coming I, I, from a place of, 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 of I, a lot of pain, of pain, and I and, and
1: I, I'm sure she's in and pain. Even if you I'm,
0: deny that, I'm
1: sure she's in pain too. Let's let's be honest. Like because it's both. How sides. could you not? No, I, but be because in pain. You, because a family's been. You know, you guys are separating. And even moving. if you
0: sit there and you're like, I can't stand this person. It's still breaking up something that obviously started out greater. You never would have gotten fucking married.
2: You know what the problem is too, is that I'm really in fear that I'm just like, I just want to hold hands with somebody. Mm. I just want to walk the beach. But you're going to have that Nick. I'm not because, because
1: I'm typecasted dude. That's not true. That's that's great. That's so untrue. You see,
0: you're in it. You're in it. You're in the ocean right now.
1: I agree. I think Nick, if you give yourself honestly 60 days, to just let, now that this is the final. I need step, more time I need, than that. No, 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 60 I don't, I don't days mean, is hard. nothing. I don't mean 60 days for him to be okay and, and happy, but just 60 days to just have a little quiet to himself, just a I piece. think
0: every time you have a super negative thought, you need to put the phone down. And it's you need so to hard. like, yeah. you're talking, you're like yeah. preaching I to I the choir. I read every
2: single comment, I read every single DM. I read everything because it fuels me.
0: Can that stop today?
2: It, it has to, or I'm going go to, I'm going to go into
0: insane. the darkest abyss that you're never going to be able to pull yourself out of. Because like you said, when you were with Shane, it became like a, uh, just like your new norm, right? You yeah. woke up, you were on autopilot. That's, it's going to be the same thing with reading comments, reading DMS. It's just going to be something that you do every single day. It'll become a routine.
2: And this is why I didn't, you know, I look back, I'm like, God, why did I start the dirty? Because if there wasn't this, I don't think there would be Instagram. I don't think there would be... I think I, I caused a, a, a wave, a ripple effect
1: of, of hate. And I'm sorry for that. Wow. That's big. That's big. I, I, think, I think the takeaway today is starting your life in the next chapter and now protecting your kids and, and making sure they have rainbows and unicorns because I hear your podcast with them. It's what what is it called? It's so girl dad, girl Girl dad. dad. Everyone's got to listen to this girl dad. What a genius idea. A little jealous. I didn't start it myself. It's actually genius. And I think it's got to be therapeutic to see someone who looks at the world through, you know, kids, you know,
0: rose colored glasses. That's what kids live through. Yeah.
1: And they hear you who I know is in pain when you're on this with your daughter Having these beautiful moments and her, it's got to be yeah. Because I feel like a failure as a father. No, no absolutely stop not. It. It's I the do. opposite. Who does a podcast? Who does a podcast with their kid? I'm actually envious and jealous. I wanted to rip that idea off because it was so beautiful. I did it
2: because we don't. You know, you're you're like me. We care about our kids so much. Yeah. We want to give them the world. Yes, we spoil them when we shouldn't. Correct. I agree with that. And we, we, we (laughs) We shut
0: shut that shit
1: down down daily.
2: (laughs) We put them, you know, yeah, we, we show them worlds that their husbands will never achieve for them. Right. And that's our fault because we love them so much. I wanted to have one hour with my daughter press, or I can actually look her in the eyes and have a true conversation and to understand her mind. Yeah.
1: And it's beautiful. I I listened to it. It it was the most
2: powerful it, it it's gonna blow up. It's next week is when I have the first couple episodes. Um, I've just been doing teasers. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I listen to teasers.
1: I listen to the tea. I mean, I just can't believe how beautiful and they are. she is just she
2: is so smart. How old is she? She's nine
1: yeah uh, and but she, nine going on probably 50 she
2: wants to be an actress a singer that she wants to she just wants to conquer the world but she doesn't see the world like we see the world
1: no because she's because she, she, she's nine yeah, yeah it's but, beautiful but and she, there's I,
0: so much to like it's her oyster she looks at the world and she's like i can have all of this she hasn't been jaded yet. and
1: she's also you know your child which means she's got to be witty as fuck right she's got to be you know she's just she's gonna sassy. Be, yeah, she's sassy, sassy, yeah. Sassy. But I I think that that is something really unique, and I think it's really beautiful, and it shows who you are as a father. The fact that you took the time – you could do 100 podcasts, Nick. I mean, come on. You could start 30 different podcasts if you wanted. Instead, you chose to do it with your daughter, which I think people are really – it's something very special. And I think parents – um, you know, are, are going to love this. I think mm-hmm. Kids are going yeah. to love this. That's what I mean. Kids, kids, and parents. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is something I could sit down with London. Yes. you know, and 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 say, listen to, listen to my Girl friend. Dad. Talk to, talk to his daughter. Yeah, it's pretty so cool. Cute. I love and, that. And, and I, you know, I was always thinking, how am I going to come back into the podcast
2: world now that it's blowing up? Right. And I'm seeing like, wow, you know, your your guys' show is like
1: working. And I'm like, Yeah, we don't know how that we don't know how it happened. Because we started and we were both like, We're gonna last about four episodes and then they're gonna kick us off the air. But anyway, it's it's fun, you know, it's it's like you have that therapeutic moment with your daughter. Lala and I have a very similar relationship through our podcast. It's it's like our moment. Like we get a moment to just talk to each other and if we're having a good day or a bad day it all comes out it all comes out on the podcast and the thing that
2: I'm trying to do is, is actually own the content instead of distributing it so it's all gonna be celeb app based
1: oh that's good so, brilliant yeah. that's good so now
2: everyone's gonna come to me and, and you're on. gonna take podcasts on yeah so that's, that's amazing great. Yeah. that's and, great and, and video movies everything like it's gonna be full it's like I'm trying to create this Netflix meets media so you have your stories you have your podcasts. it's kind of like a um three-dimensional experience. Oh, wow. oh, I love that. So you see video, you see just nonstop content. Cause with, with the dirty, when I created it, people were coming there 25, 30 times a day. Oh my wow. God. They were just
1: obsessed.
2: Oh my so, God. So wow. now I'm trying to create the obsession.
1: again yeah, Of, of, a, but a different platform
2: from, an older audience, but also create, bring the younger generation who have no idea who I am because it's so refreshing that people are looking at me that don't know my past. Right. And they're like, wow, this guy's cool. Right. You know, so I'm going to, but you also have
1: that. You also have such a huge following of industry people. celebrities. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you have deep relationships. I mean, I've come to you for, for introductions to people. You just know, everybody knows you, you know, everybody. And I think, that gives you a lot of currency and obviously the business that you're building right now. Yeah, And I've never taken advantage
2: of any of the higher
1: profile people. So be ready. Cause I'm, about, <laughs> cause
2: I'm
0: coming for you. I'm coming for you yes.
2: <laughs> David Gruppman. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, all my best friends. It's time to be best friends. again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I, it's an honor to have you. I mean, you're my friend, but it's honored for you to come here and, and be brave and to talk about things and to do it in such an honest light. Because I really feel like, you were honest today and you were fair to to your ex today in this conversation. Well, and I
0: heard things that I've never seen you post. Like you acknowledged a lot of things that I don't think you like acknowledged. His, like his own via mistakes, Instagram.
1: You know, in, in the marriage. And I, I just think that, look, I, I'm rooting for your family because I want to see your kids happy and thrive and you thrive. And hopefully one day you two will be able to sit at a graduation. I know you can't see it today. I'm telling you one day you will call me and say, I went to whatever sixth grade graduation, and she was sitting right next to me, and and no we were shot, flat. no shot. I'll be in a helicopter taking pictures. <laughs> I,
0: I don't doubt. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. I, I don't, don't doubt, doubt, that. That, I don't at doubt at all.
1: that. All right. Well, listen. Um, the the celeb. It's it's. Say it one more time, just so everyone. So it.
2: everyone, go download Celeb. It's on Android and um, iPhone. It's Celeb Magazine or CelebTM. Instagram's at CelebTM but celebmagazine.com for people that still use computers. Um, <laughs> okay.
1: But and, we're and, focused on on app, app life. And and uh, and the podcast
2: is called? The podcast is called Girl Dad. Girl Dad. It's, it's the original uh, podcast that we're gonna start first. And then I have seven shows in production that are gonna stream. 10M is the travel show. Richie Rich is the follow show, which I can't wait to have you on.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Um,
2: and then I have Richie Rides where we showcase everyone's sick cars. That that's my friends. Just, Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so that's It's going to be a that. lot of fun stuff that yeah. I'm really excited mm-hmm. about. And uh, I'm excited to bring my friends on and show like this level of life yeah. where it can be achieved if you have a dream and just don't fall in love, you know, and free Nick. Free Nick. Free- <laughs> Um, i love it law, you know, that was amazing
0: say? nick we really fucking love you we do. and you know i th- i think today was a good day yeah it was a great episode
2: okay well we'll see about that and then also
1: <laughs> i love nick
2: no one more question can i be in the uh what is it cu- cucumber ball what's what's the pickleball pickleball ball? you can cucumber abs- ball?
1: you could be, be a celebrity in the program 100 yes. in la quinta we will provide Travel and hotel for you, you will be on center call. I'm 100% in. So you're number one in the world? I am number one uh, in in my. He's can,
0: number one on Court Emmett.
1: On Court Emmett. Out <laughs> of my house, I'm number one. I am not number one in the world. Ben Johns, my friend who will be there that night, is number one in the world. Okay. I'm, I'm number one in my head. I'm totally in for cucumber ball. <laughs> it's
0: pickleball. Pickleball. Same thing, dude. <laughs> it really is.
1: All right, but well, by the way, it's going to be fun. There will be so many fun celebrities, so you definitely play. I'm 100% playing. All All right, right, listen, I'm ready to it. get back out into the world. Like, I'm here. Let's go.
0: All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Give Them Lala with Randall, and we will catch you, gorgeous people, next week.